2: Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Welcome to Concussion Talk podcast. My name is Nick Mercer. I write Concussion Talk www.concussiontalk.com. This is episode 18, and I'll be talking to Mike Luke. Mike is a World Rugby Medical Educator. He is also a certified kinesiologist. He is co-owner and co-operator of Pony Locale, a Pilates and kinesiology studio here in St. John's NL, Canada. In August 2016, Mike was asked to be a concussion spotter for a World Rugby Sanctioned Tournament. Rugby America's North, Men's Under-19, and Women's Tens Rugby Tournament. I talked to Mike about his involvement at this tournament, what his role was, what he had to do, what he saw, and I also talked to him about what he does as a certified kinesiologist working with clients here in St. John's. My guest is Mike Luke, and I will get him to introduce himself and talk about what he does and where he works.
2: Uh, hi, uh, my name is uh, Michael Luke. I'm a uh, World Rugby Medical Educator and a uh, Certified Kinesiologist, uh, Co-Owner, and Co-Operator uh, of Pony Locale. Uh, in St. John's. Uh, so where else have you worked? Uh, I've worked with several clinic studios in the, in the city, uh, in St. John's. Um, where After I studied athletic therapy in Calgary, uh, i worked in several clinics uh, out there as well, working with athletes.
1: Okay, great. So, uh, what is what is your educational background?
2: Yeah, I uh, first of all I studied kinesiology at Memorial University, and then I went to went on to study athletic therapy at uh, what would have then been Mount Royal College, and that was a joint program between University of Calgary and Mount Royal, which is now Mount Royal University.
1: Okay, so during the education of that Mount Royal, or even the in um, was there any training or on the treating or recognizing of, of concussion or brain injury,
2: uh, There certainly was an athletic therapy uh, as we were dealing with athletes and uh, contact sport. Um, it was quite uh, rigorous training, actually, as far as uh, learning um, assessment tools, recognizing concussion, um, how to uh, apply that assessment, and then what to do in a case where a concussion would be suspected.
1: Yep. Oh, okay, so were you given an actual definition of concussion? concussion? Not yet to repeat it now, but... Was there one given to you for sure? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And did you know, has that changed? And you're just updating your what you know about. No, I think the way, way they
2: classify concussions has changed, but oh. ultimately the definition is uh, is still the same.
1: Okay, and actually now, um, you so this this summer you were in the US and Florida for the tournaments. Can you talk rugby or yeah, rugby tournaments? Right. Uh,
2: rugby America North, which is a region within uh, World Rugby, uh, was hosting a under nineteen. Uh, rugby tournament as well as a women's tens in Miami, Florida.
1: Okay, so what was your, what was your role there?
2: Uh, my role uh, within that tournament was working with the medical teams. so there would have been a uh, non-surgical sports uh, sports doctor there uh, as well as a physiotherapist and then myself. So we would uh, we would do taping for the teams beforehand, uh, do any sort of pre-game checks uh, with the athletes. Uh, and then our main purpose obviously was to uh, react to any injury or, um, uh, any concussions that may or may not have happened on the field. And so we would essentially, uh, be that front line of defense and then assess what would need to be done.
1: So after. Did, did, you, did you have to spot them? Yeah, the absolutely. Person? Yeah.
2: So, uh, essentially within rugby Canada, rugby Canada, uh, rugby, me, rugby America's North. And world rugby, uh, their approach is uh, recognize and remove. Oh. So between the three of us, as well as uh, uh, as well as the coaches and the referee themselves, um, everyone has to go through uh, type of training to be able to do that. And uh, one of our main jobs was to uh, recognize concussion or uh, yeah. potential concussion. And in which case, if we suspected it, uh, suspected it the uh, player would be removed. The only time that a player would return would be at uh, the more professional levels where you would have a, um, a uh, accredited medical doctor uh, within that uh, professional organization who would uh, perform a SCAT 3 or use an assessment tool to see whether or not uh, that player was fit to return to play. But outside of that... It's uh, the approach is recognize and remove.
1: So, so, so where do you go? Like, uh, were you part of the team there, team handler or were you even been No, we we the... were
2: part of the World Rugby um, medical team. Yeah, so they uh, they essentially were sponsoring the event or or uh, um, it? sanctioning sanctioning the, okay. the tournament, and then uh, and then so we were we represented them as the medical team, and then we provided those services for the tournament.
1: Okay, so all the all the physiotherapists and other leg like, trainers that were these these concussions, spot, concussion spotters, were independent, though.
2: Uh, no, no. Uh, everyone there would have been accredited through World Rugby. Okay, but the they team. were independent of teams. Independent of teams, yes. Yeah. Unless a team required us to uh, act as their medical therapist or their medical trainer, or well, so uh, and you. there was, yeah. I mean, there there were several teams there that. Uh, that didn't have a medical personnel. So we would potentially, one of us would go off and, and uh, work with that team. So would that be at the game? Like that would be at the game, yeah. They'd yeah. like
1: we need your help?
2: We need your help. Uh, so we would sort of do like a, uh, a small assessment if a player came off, willingly or, or unwillingly, um, and then we would sort of do a quick assessment potentially on pitch or on the sideline. Uh, if they needed further treatment, like to see the doctor, we would do that. Uh, and then the doctor would determine whether or not um, they needed further treatment, i.e., in an ambulance, yeah. or if uh, what sort of treatment they needed on the, on the sideline.
1: Wow, so, this is a bit off script, but this is interesting. So, uh, like your, your role would change? Yes, your role of the, well, the independent, world rugby sanctioned medical educator would, uh, would that change in, in, as you go part of the team? Uh, no, not really. No, essentially, we, we just sort
2: of, uh, the difference was rather than sort of working in between the two teams and running out there for either or, yeah. uh, uh, we would sort of work more specifically with their players. So if one of their okay. players went down, we would act as their medical personnel. We would also support the team medical personnel. So say okay. some teams had a physiotherapist. Uh, that may or may not be accredited through World Rugby, okay. but we would s- essentially act as their support. Okay. They still would have had to complete uh, some sort of uh, training in terms of recognizing uh, uh, concussion and and, and then appropriately removing them from play. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, given that not all teams had athletic trainers mm-hmm. or therapists, they they I assume they didn't have any. Doctors and just yeah, or neurologists. Correct. Yeah, most most no. uh, most medical
2: personnel there would have been um, an athletic therapist or athletic trainer in the United States, uh, or a physiotherapist. One team, the Mexico team, had um, a paramedic as their oh, medical right. personnel. Um, so yeah, it varied. But um, I think there may or may have only been one team that actually had a team doctor per okay. se, but. Uh, most of them would have been like advanced first responders, athletic therapists, or physiotherapists.
1: Wow. Yeah. So, were you? You said that in uh, in your training is, as athletic athletic therapist. Yep. You were told you were told to recognize questions and treat questions. Yes. For potential, potential questions. Yep. But uh, so were you taught by a bulldoggy well, yeah, uh to yeah. Well, separately so in the athletic therapy think...
2: program, that would have been within the program yeah. um, as part of the cur- cur- curriculum there. Yeah. And, uh, but World Rugby does the same, um, when I uh, trained as a medical educator, it was to become, uh, an educator of, uh, uh first aid courses mm-hmm. f- specific for rugby. Mm-hmm. And within that course, we, adri- there's a small component there, um, to help educate either coaches, referees and or parents, anyone mm-hmm. who's going to be there present at the game, uh, how to recognize a player and wh- who may or may not have suffered, um, a concussion, and then what to do thereafter
1: okay so so it was obviously a different linear the therapy training yeah it wasn't as it wasn't as intense it's a little more sport specific so yeah that's right what was the other just really different question what were the other what was the main uh so with a question what was the main injury that rugby players often suffered? that's it's uh
2: bumps and bruises sprains and strains really more than anything
1: yeah there were a couple you know um
2: Players that ended up not being concussed, but they yeah. were removed from play because they had a gash on the head or a oh. cut on the head. So there was uh, uh, some amount of trauma yeah. um, to the head, and uh, they were quickly removed from play and weren't allowed to continue. Um, but yeah, one of the one time there was a quite a large gash on this guy's head, so he um, uh, he was removed from play, and, and of course the doc stitched him up. Uh, one of the other things that was uh, quite Present there was uh, heat stroke and heat exhaustion because we were in Miami, Florida, and it was uh, quite warm there. Really warm and, yeah, and the interesting thing with that is, is you know, you re- really need to be mindful of of um, of, uh, of play because, of course, when people are um, are quite exhausted due to the heat, um, tackling gets pretty sloppy, and when tackling gets pretty sloppy, uh, you have people. Um, Hit their head pretty hard, yeah. um, and uh, and of course that happened quite a lot. We had uh, several concussions, and we had several um, uh, several athletes end up leaving the hospital, uh, in a hospital, in in an ambulance. Pardon me, to yeah. go to the hospital. Yep. Yeah, we probably had about a half dozen. Uh, a couple related to uh, neck injury. There were there were uh, one or two that were related to neck. Um, thank goodness he was cleared um, at the hospital. Yeah. But uh, again, you know their approach is a proactive approach now, and and uh, and that's you know not taking any chances.
1: Great. Well, actually, well, speaking of that, then uh you go through the process? If you're on the sideline, you think, you think someone has a head injury. Well, what's the process? How do you? How does that all go about? What you well, yeah,
2: it's it's pretty easy if the player's gone down and is.
1: My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare Plush
0: Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss weight loss. That's plushcare.com weightloss weight loss.
2: Down on the ground for any length of time and you suspected a concussion, essentially... You know, when you're safe, when it's safe enough for you to run onto the pitch, because that's the thing in rugby. Play very well may continue. Yeah. Um, even with the player down, the referee, if he or she has seen the hit, um, the referee is now instructed to stop play immediately okay. if he or she suspects okay. um, a concussion or hit injury. Yeah. Um, but say that the referee missed that, and yeah. um, then uh, essentially if it's safe for myself or one of the other um Uh, advanced first responders or medical educators or whatever to run onto the pitch uh, then we'll do that and of course if we suspect a concussion that player will be removed Um, if it's a little more difficult like we haven't seen the hit uh, then what will happen is you're sort of watching for signs and symptoms of like is someone dizzy or do they appear confused or um, are they behind play ahead of play you're looking for these signs of of um uh, of a concussion or, or, you yeah. know, they, they may very well, maybe grabbing their head, yeah, you know, and which has suggested yeah. some yeah. amount of, you know, yeah. they've knocked their head clearly. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in that case, um, again, you're not taking any chances. You're just removing them. That's it.
1: Okay. Yep. So, so want to say, uh, if you recommend a player or say a player you should sit, how long do they have to sit for? Uh, you're, well, essentially, if, if you've suspected a concussion, is that what yeah, you're Yeah, so if we're digging out, like, they, they, like, you used to sit down because you ever had a concussion. Yeah, we're minding, minding that player. Just, They'll sit with the team. Um, if we suspect,
2: um, you know, say, for example, if there's something more severe to do with the neck and spine, um, but the doctor has cleared, yeah. like, a cervical injury or a neck injury of any kind, um, they might say a little closer to the doctor, and then myself, my role would have been to look back out onto the pitch. And the doctor would have kept a closer eye on on them on the on the sideline, oh. uh, and then I continue on with the other physio to to see what what's going on with the play. But uh, but generally speaking, yeah, we would we essentially would uh, follow up with them almost every ten minutes. But we would sort of keep a close eye on them, and then uh, we would also follow up with them at the at the hotel where everyone was, everyone was staying, Same or hotel. we would instruct their medical personnel.
1: Was everyone was at that one hotel? Everyone
2: was at one hotel. Nice. Yeah. That's so it was, uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty easy to keep track of them. And uh, again, as I said, we instructed, you know, their, their medical personnel as well to, to keep a close tabs on anyone that we suspected had a concussion.
1: So was there, was there, so was there any feedback from your team players, coaches, team, other team staff? But how you guys, how you and other medical educators? Yeah, did. It, it worked really well.
2: Um, I, I think the the coaches and the uh, and the teams themselves were quite appreciative of of uh, of the medical team and the medical staff. Uh, we worked really well, really efficiently, well together. And uh, I, I think in future World Rugby's plan, and, and certainly Rugby Americas North, is to um, is to have uh, potentially even more. Um, sort of teams, medical teams like this that uh, that work well together, like a yeah. team doctor, a physio, and someone like a runner in between uh, who who may sort of uh, do some sideline work, maybe may do some teamwork, check in with the doctor. So everyone's always supported. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I think generally speaking, yeah. it is well-received.
1: Yeah. yeah. So this is another off-script question, but okay. any players uh, any players decide themselves, oh, i got to come out, this is my... Or you know saw yeah well that's the interesting or thing just, is
2: is in in that education piece players are often included in that you okay. know the referees and the coaches themselves will uh relay a lot of that information to the to the teams and and they will stress the importance of um of removing yourself from play if if you're suspecting something yeah the difficulty with concussion is is you're often confused yes, right yes, so yeah. um but if if uh you know if if they suspect a head injury, um, you know they might very well walk off and say, you know, I knocked my head. Um, some guys try to tough it out and yeah. you know and yeah. say, oh yeah, no, no, I didn't, uh, yeah. I didn't hurt it. myself. I'm yeah. fine. I'm yeah. totally, totally there. But yeah. if the coaching staff referees or the medical staff suspect a concussion,
1: that's it. There's no yeah, offense, I guess on getting elite yeah. levels, if yeah. they're more apt to say I'm fine. That's right. Yeah. That's right. There's one yeah.
2: Generally speaking, though, it's it's about educating everyone so that everyone has a sense of what's going on, including other teammates, right? If teammates suspect their buddy has a concussion, they might even say to the referee or they might say to the coach, you know, yeah. uh, something's going on here, you know, and it might not be during play. It might yeah. actually be on the sideline or something like that, but it's important that everybody's in the loop. Uh,
1: so these protocols are relatively new to World of Rugby or... These, for, pardon me? Say these protocols? Uh, they've, they've been in the works for some old, time old. now, but they're, yeah, they're certainly, um, uh,
2: since the, the World Cup that we just had, yeah. um, they've been implemented um, uh, much more so now okay. and supported. There's a lot more education yeah. around it now okay. um, and different training programs for, uh, for coaches and referees. The coaches and referees actually now within those regions... Uh, it's mandatory for them to um, do an online component Uh-oh. so that they understand concussion, right. the severity of concussion, and how to recognize uh,
1: concussion. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so it was a successful term. Uh I believe so, yeah. yeah
2: it went off with really, really well. Um, as far as World War II standards go, yeah. Uh, you know, like anything, there's there's a learning experience yeah. with it all. And uh, I think probably there were there were a few moments within... Uh, dealing with the ambulances and hospitals, that yeah. needs to improve a little bit better. Yeah. Um, a lot yeah. of times, uh, you know, uh, paramedics, they're brand spanking new to rugby, yeah. so they, yeah. they don't understand yeah. the game. Yeah, as, as uh, say, 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 yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, myself or one of the other um, uh, medical staff would, uh, would have a quick sort of little chat um, on things to look out for and then what to expect. Uh, with some of those amb- with some of those paramedics, but uh, all in all, you know, it, it worked so quite well. I, there's,
1: there's just totally determining questions, but how many teams were there?
2: I believe there were nine teams uh, from the from the Caribbean region, okay. uh, and then there was also uh, USA South and uh, Mexico.
1: Okay, no, no, Canada wasn't there. Uh, Canada wasn't there. No,
2: it was uh, Mexico, USA South, as I said, Trinidad, Tobago, Jamaica, Caymans, Bahamas, Bermuda. I think it might have been Bermuda. Bermuda I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so really, real interesting group of so who, uh, who won? Uh, USA South did. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they defeated Mexico in the final. And you, uh, Mexico won the last time. So okay. USA South. Oh, did okay. So it Was close game. Uh, I actually wasn't there for the oh,
1: final. Okay. I'd fly home beforehand, but uh, apparently it was. Yeah. Okay, does it Okay, so we're now aren't you under your surf physiologist training. Yeah. So uh, I've well, I've trained with you several times now. Mm-hmm. Strength trained and whatever. Yep. Um, so, and I'm 13 years out of my, out from my severe brain injury. So, what's your training say that I, like, not I need to work on right now, but in general, what I, what I need to work on, what, what my, Yeah, I mean, I when think when think you the, look at me, doing whatever. For sure. That I, I think the first and most important thing
2: is to, is to, assess where, where you are uh, or where the individual is or where he or she is, uh, and then identifying those strengths and, and make sure that we, uh, you know, that we highlight those and and support them. And, but more importantly also recognizing the imbalances. So where does the individual need, uh, to work on and essentially challenge the brain to, to remap how the body essentially works and functions.
1: And do that for every every injury. I do every, that for yeah, pretty much every, like every so, single injury. Yeah,
2: absolutely is is identifying um, imbalances with, within the body and then how we go about achieving more uh, balance within the body and more function, improve function.
1: Okay, so so, so for me, I know my left side is is weak, but so just to so to improve, let's say my left my left shoulder mm-hmm. shoulder girdle is is weaker. Yeah. So how how would you Just for example, how would you go about improving my, my, I don't much, I don't have much uh, like speed or probability, my movement there's not, yeah,
2: well the first thing is I mean we want to make sure that the shoulder is stable in a good place, well actually to take one step back is to look at your posture, yeah, so shoulders often react to posture or they will react to posture, right, they're connected just by soft tissue and if you're more rounded in your spine, your shoulders are much more, uh, they're going to be much more forward, yeah, Um, and so first things first is um, the alignment of your spine and the relationship between your ribs and your pelvis Uh, and once we find balance there or or, or as close to a neutral spine as we can we don't have to do as much work then in in the shoulders as if we didn't do anything with the spine at all so once we do that then we can start really focusing on um, performance once you've achieved some amount of stability and balance within that
1: within the shoulder girdle. yeah okay well yeah. that's a good example this is actually a bit strange is this is the first time I've done like a, a live interview I guess because Mike is actually in my condo with me doing the interview so I uh, just want to thank him for doing this and uh and thanks to uh, world rugby for for, for getting Mike the the chance to to turn tell us about it and uh and yeah so yeah thank you pleasure. Mike yeah my pleasure thank you Thank you again to Mike for talking to me today. Please check out his website, www.ponylocale.ca. That's www.ponylocale.ca. On Twitter, at Ponylocale, same spelling. And on Facebook. You can learn more about World Rugby's concussion regulations... And tournaments by going to www.worldrugby.org. Thank you all for listening, and until next time. As always, the music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound. www.bensound.com.